0: So Glenda looks over at me and she's like, do you know the Alabama football stadium is
1: 288 million? Yeah, 288 million. Football facility. Football so, facility. So just so you know. I think that
0: sounds like a nice deal. Do you think that's a lot or a
1: little? I think it, I don't think it includes the stadium. I think it's the, I think it's the, the facility.
0: Uh what you were showing me it looked very sexy.
1: Oh my god, it's gorgeous. I mean it says Alabama I'll go play
0: football for Alabama. It says the
1: football facility is unreal. And it shows the locker room, it shows the the equipment room, the recovery room. Ooh.
0: You know Evans in the recovery room, right?
1: The hall of champions, cold and hot pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, why
0: am I getting turned on? I, I
1: mean, <laughs> welcome to my home. You mean my home? It's neither of our homes, but it is our podcast, Glittering Gang, coming your way. So, thanks for tuning in today. If you could see it, sensory deprivation tanks.
0: Yes, please.
1: Cryotherapy.
0: I, have you done cryotherapy?
1: No, because I have a rod in my back.
0: <laughs> oh, and it'll freeze.
1: And my rod gets cold. <laughs> Yeah. I shouldn't laugh at that. You shouldn't laugh at it because <laughs> I mean, think about think about like like the knife, the metal knife. Uh-huh. If you touch that to your skin, like that's what it feels like, and it's for my third vertebrae to my tailbone.
0: So there is. Have um, you've heard of like the Aman hotels, right? There's like the Aman Yara, the Aman Getty. I think this,
1: this, I believe it or not, I might not be quite that bougie, really, never heard of it.
0: You haven't heard of it, no, oh my God, I am showing you the websites after this, so it used to be the Amanyaras in Turks and Caicos super, super expensive <laughs> I, by the way, I better get some sort of free moment at the um uh at one of them uh and they're what they're known for is they're usually kind of like built into the landscape. So the one that makes the Turks and Caicos one so chic and beautiful is it's a bunch of private villas like in between the rocks with like a private little like coastal beach area. And they're absolutely spectacular. Um, I almost took Stamatis to the Amanyara, which is the Turks and Caicos one. Um, And I was literally about to book it, and it was like $6,000 a night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't think that's that bad if you're having the right experience. And um, and so we were going to go for four nights, and it was going to be $24,000. And I knew not. I knew not to tell him the price because I knew that he would just have a – full meltdown but at that point i hadn't traveled in forever and i was like i wanted to be fucking fabulous and so i this is a funny story not related to today's topic but he comes i was like hey i was like i'm i'm about to i'm about to book this and he comes over and he's like looking at the pictures and he's like oh my god he's like this is amazing and and he was one of the actually it became like an issue in our relationship. He did not like how I spent money, even though it was my money on my things. Like he was just kinda of, it made him like actually like kind of uncomfortable. He was like I don't he was like, you're fucking fancy. And so as but I can see that he really wants to go when he's looking at the pictures. He's like, this is gonna be amazing. And then he stops and he's like Bam this looks really expensive. And, um, and I was like, I got, I was like, I, I was, I didn't know. I, I just kind of like brushed it off. I was like, I didn't ask you if you thought it was expensive. I was like, do you think it's pretty? And he was like, well, he was like, anybody would think that that's gorgeous. He goes to his computer and looks up the price. <laughs> and he was like, are you getting some sort of public figure discount? And I was like, what do you... I was like, no. I was like, no, they don't know who I am. I was like, it's in the Turks and Caicos. And he was like, we're, you were not going there. A um, little does he know. I, uh, we went on a different vacation, and I spent a very similar amount of money. Where'd on a, you go? We went to... Uh, um, we started... I rented this really epic house on a rock in Joshua Tree. And um, I think you... you kind of have to see the house. It's like built into like the side of like a a desert mountain. And it's, I think it's called the black rock house. And, um, nobody can see the house. The lady owns. That the lady, I don't know who the lady is.
1: It was an Airbnb that the lady owns or that's a different house.
0: And then that was when I discovered that house. So we spent like the first two or three nights in the uh, Joshua Tree house. Ah, And then we transferred down to the Palm Springs house. And that was the house that I was like, well, I'm gonna have to own this one. Okay. Got Um, it. Got it. But more so I would even say like the first house was more architecturally significant, but Joshua Tree is like in the middle of what feels like where all illegal drugs are made. Do you know <laughs> what? I have
1: actually been to Joshua tree. Um, I did a tour of, um, Palm Springs. Is that what it's called? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's like a 45 minute drive from
1: there. Maybe. An yeah. Hour. So there was a house for sale and it was some artist. And in my head, I want to say it's, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, what's his name? I don't, there's so, oh is God. it an architect? What, no, no, no. What's his name? Uh, Jerry Garcia. Is that his name?
0: The, the
1: guitarist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to say it was his house oh. anyway. And it, and when you say like every illegal drug in the world is made there, like I, I took, and it's very artsy and mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And very... Granola, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that I and I can't maybe I'm making it up that it was his house, but it was somebody fancy's house. And it was just but it wasn't a fancy house. It was just very different, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know where we're going.
0: So it was it was a Ventorov story from cryotherapy. Oh, sorry. Um, but so anyway, now the Amon Hotel just opened in New York City, which is a new, from what I understand about the brand, it's like a new idea for them to not be in because their other one I want to say is in Utah and and that one's also built into like the side of a mountain. That one is actually supposed to be even more spectacular than the um, than the Turks and Caicos one. And so they bought the Crown Building in New York City, and it's like half condos and half hotel and. The most insane amenities I've ever seen in my life. The condos are outrageously expensive. And I remember when I toured it, I was like, these are very beautiful homes, very sellable, except your prices are insane. I walked into the first one and it was really big. It was like 6,500 square feet, beautiful finishes. Um, The views are a six out of 10. You know, you you can kind of see the park through some other buildings around the corner, but you're not on high. It's not a tall enough building to get open views. And views are a big part of what drives prices. And uh, and so we walk in and I was doing this thing in my head. I was like, how much do I think this is going to be? I was like, obviously, it's in the Amman, which is going to add a premium to it just because um, it is what it is. And I was walking and it was sixty five hundred square feet and. No private outdoor space. Super, super nice finishes. I've definitely seen nicer. And and so I was like, in my head, I was like, this is going to be between 25 and $30 million. That's and it what, was 50 68 and already sold. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they've mainly sold out. It's uh, my understanding that the penthouse is in contract for north of $200 million, but it hasn't closed yet. Um, And so it's just like people are willing to pay to be part of this brand. They have these restaurants that you have to be a guest to stay in order to eat at. They have private clubs. Anyway, during the tour, I've never done cryotherapy before. And they're giving us uh, it's all about their their brand is all about health and wellness. Health and wellness is at the core of their brand. And so I go in and I tour their gym and there's cryotherapy. And I asked the guy giving us the tour. I was like, can I go in for a second? He was like, of course. And so I go in and I love it. And right. you know, cause you, you know, love cold weather. I know. And you know, I am, I am stone cold sober. By the way, this story is like two months old. This is not, this is not. Oh like, really? Yeah. This is a recent story. And so I go in and um, uh, and it's funny cause you can see there was like five brokers on the tour mm-hmm. and I am friends with the person who was working sales for the building and leading us on the tour. Okay. So I definitely felt comfortable being like, I'm going in the cryotherapy. I go in, I'm only in there for like 45 seconds. I could have absolutely stayed longer, but I didn't want to just make like everybody <laughs> wait for Tyler's cryotherapy session. And when I walked out, it was like. I was on the best drugs ever. I was like, okay. I was like, where are we off to next? I was like, I'll lead. Get out of the way. <laughs> and I was just at my all-time best and felt amazing the rest of the day. Um, and it actually, so, <laughs> by the way, we haven't even gotten to the topic yet. But I have no idea where we are. But the aman is a social club as well. And so you can pay, if you don't want to be like a, a hotel guest, You can pay $200,000 of initiate. It's like a country club. You pay $200,000 as like initiation fee. And then it's like $15,000 a year to maintain your membership. And you can come and go as you please. Use the uh, facilities as you please. And that includes all of them. And now I think they were bought by some investment group and they're opening everywhere. There's one opening in Palm Beach. There's one opening in Miami. And and then it's kind of like when you're traveling, you can stay there. You can use the facilities, blah, blah, blah. So um I'm really thinking about doing it.
1: I have to be honest with you. I've never heard of this group. Well I've we're never, gonna do we're gonna do I a, never, a I've Google never, Deep Dive. I've never this heard of these. So you know that the travel guy, Zachary. hmm He lives in Atlanta. Oh
0: really? Yeah. Are you looking up his thoughts on it's A M A
1: N. Oh no, I already pulled the I already pulled it. Um so I mean, it just it it's they've got one in Colorado. I mean, it just I mean they look Jackson Hole. So they've got lot they've got se- several here in the U.S. Um, but I I can't wrap my head around that. That and I, and probably the reason I can't wrap my head around it is,
0: girl, I can wrap my head around it three times.
1: <laughs> I I don't know. I just I can't do it. But. Cause I, I get maybe because I'm so into these investment houses right now. We just had that conversation, and so I'm just all thinking about that. But anyway, why don't
0: you? Um, here, this is the Amangiri. I mean, so like that's the one that's in Utah.
1: Oh no, I have it pulled up right Girl, here. I looked it at it.
0: Is, hashtag worth it. Oh Live God. a little. I mean, are you really working your ass off just to buy investment properties? You gonna you gonna treat yourself?
1: Oh, I I treat myself well. I know you do. I just I just I just love these investment houses. And now I'm all whacked out and not not going to stop thinking about this property that I should have bought that I didn't buy that and this is and this is what's going to happen. That guy's going to terminate and I'm going to get it.
0: <laughs> and it's going to work out exactly how it's and supposed to. And it's going to work
1: out and and if it doesn't it's okay because there's something better, and you know it's so funny. I, I don't even think about. Uh, I just don't even think that it's not going to work out. I, and and I and and I hate to go back. and hate to harp on this because you guys must think that I need therapy. You must think you are my therapy. But they I, are. I no. I, <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, after you've been through what I've been through, I, I honestly just don't know that there's anything that I can't take. Amen. Yeah. And there's not, by the way. So, there's actually not. I mean, I just think about it and I'm just like, yeah, this is crazy.
0: Um and that's actually a good little segue. Okay, because, let's go. Because oh, may- yeah. maybe it's- I need to change my perception.
1: Well, your perception is your reality.
0: <laughs> totally, but maybe I need to change my perception of like I and I literally thought of it whenever you were talking about like, I'm just so excited about my rental properties. Ashley on my team. Is quite possibly the best saver I know, and you know I know how much money she makes. She does very, very well um, because I pay her, <laughs> right. and um, and she she earns a lot of money. She's a very hard worker, and she lives way under her means. Um, and I kind of said the same thing to her. I was like, I was like, you need to. I was like, come on, girl. I was like, was like, get yourself a car, go travel. And she was like, oh, nothing feels as good as a fat bank account to me. <laughs> and and I remember when she said it, I was like, oh, maybe I should be thinking like that, you know, because, like, I uh, I love a fat bank account, but I will say, like, it, as much as, like, I enjoy these nice things, I can... If I wanted to go vomit right now, all I would need to do is look at my, um, my accountant's feedback for me on my expenditures.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, and I think that people's relationship with money is all different and I Mm -hmm. think it's different in different periods of your life. And I think it definitely is, is different, you know, depending on what you've been through. But, um, but I just feel like, I I mean, I'll be honest if I had it, if I had to go back and do it all again, you know, people ask me all of the time, what is, um, the one thing that you would do differently, in with regard to real estate, and it would it would be I would have bought every property that I could afford to buy.
0: I okay, cause that's the first time you threw in afford because you I've heard you say this so many times, and that's like one caveat is you know like you don't have unlimited cash to go to go buy houses. Well,
1: no, but I mean, let's keep in mind Wagner was buying 35 dollars 50 dollars dollars $70,000 houses in 2011. The guy buys five houses between $35,000 and $72,000. She gets
0: worked up about I, this. <laughs> I literally sell the guy
1: $210,000 worth of real estate. I make $6,000 and the guy has $2 million worth of real estate. Like talk about your perception is your reality. My perception was that I was the real estate agent. Did you do something my good with the six grand? Fuck no, I probably pissed it away. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's mm-hmm. probably, is, is my perception was I was just the real estate agent. Mm-hmm. My perception was that he was the investor. Now, now, and you're thinking, oh, but Glenda, you didn't have $210,000. Neither did he. <laughs> the guy, do you understand? Like, do you get it took him $50,000, $50,000, five, zero, $50,000 in down payments to purchase $210,000 worth of real estate. And now those houses are worth $2.1 million.
0: Does he still own them?
1: He owns one, two, three of them. He sold a couple of them.
0: I actually... This isn't <sighs> where I thought... This My a, head is hurting.
1: I, 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 I see that. it. I mean, she gets... No, because is, you know what? You Do you want me to tell you what, what, what triggered me? What? Was that I let that guy buy that house that I should have bought. And here's this guy having questions about it. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself... You're talking him into buying something that he's not sure about when you should be buying it. You should have said, you know what, send over the TNR. That's what I should have said. So that's that's the thing. It's like, like again, I am looking from the perception of the real estate agent. I am looking from the perception of, do I really have enough money to do that? Oh, you know, oh goodness, maybe kind of, sort of. Yes, I have all the money to do it.
0: So... This isn't where I thought the conversation was going, but I think, no, 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 no. but I actually think this is much more valuable than what I was originally thinking, because I think there's a big perception out there of, I'm not, I can't buy, I can't afford to buy. And I had a wake up call yesterday on our live when you told me that you need $25,000 to buy a $500,000 home. Yeah. I was like, not in my market. Like you need a minimum between down payment and closing costs. You need like one hundred and fifty
1: thousand. Sit down. I we just sold a house three hundred. Let's call it four hundred because that's just easier numbers. But it I, it was like three three seventy five or three eighty five or three seventy or th- right around there. But we're gonna call it four hundred because that's just easier numbers for me. We sold a house for four hundred thousand dollars. It's got four bedrooms, two bathrooms. Um, the rental on it's probably $2,500 a month, all said and done. Okay. Okay. The person who bought it, bought it as their primary. They put 5% down. Okay. 5% down. It's $20,000. Four times five, $20,000, right? hmm The person who bought it's a real estate agent, represented themselves. Okay. What's what's three times four? What's three times four? Twelve thousand dollars. What's tw- twenty thousand minus twelve thousand? Eight thousand dollars. She walked into that house. She walked into that house. She walked into a four hundred thousand dollar house with eight thousand dollars. The seller paid. I want to say five thousand dollars in closing costs. She almost had all of her closing costs paid. She's in a $400,000 house on an $8,000 investment. You can't do that? I don't believe you. That's the the deal, is that everybody thinks I can't be a homeowner. I, I can't make the payments. What if I can't do this? What if I can't do that? This is what most people don't understand. Between your cable bill, between your Starbucks bill, between your going out, enjoyment, discretionary income, piss away money bill, I guarantee you, you've probably got 50% of a down payment in those three things. That I know,
0: that I know. So once a year, I do this, uh, and it's always around tax time when I'm just kind of like going through and verifying payments and trying to be like, what does that calculate as? Where does I'm always like, oh, I'm still subscribed to that. I'm still, you know, and I end up finding, you know, uh, uh, usually a few hundred dollars a month worth of things that I'm paying for that I had forgotten I'm paying for. And so I cancel them, you know, and that's $4,000 a year oh, yeah. that I didn't even know I was spending that I like oh, yeah. wipe out right away. Of course, by the time the next year rolls around, there's a bunch of new ones because I'm an idiot. So you know <laughs> what we
1: do? We do it every, I do it every quarter. You do it every so quarter? So I asked last week, that's all I did. I cut out a $1,700 monthly, I cut out a $1,000 monthly, I cut out a $250 monthly, I cut out a $25, a $49, a $49, a $20. Real estate agents love the shiny toy. I mean, dear God, and they will get $25, $99 a month to death yeah and what you don't understand is you're like oh well you know what if i just sell one more house oh i can pay for that yeah and what you don't understand is what if you do not sell one more house and is it going to help you sell that one more house by the end of the year
0: you need to sell 15 more houses just yep. before you get your money back on all the things I mean, this you is said the yes thing to
1: is is we've had open home pro for uh years years And I'm in the office last week and I'm like, are you guys still using Open Home Pro? Do we still have that? That's twenty five dollars a month. That's three hundred dollars a year. That I've probably I mean, because you know we didn't do any open houses during COVID. So if you just take the last three years, that's nine hundred what, three, six, nine hundred dollars. Pissed away. Pissed away. Didn't even notice it. Mm Mm-hmm. Signed up for the gym, the fancy gym, the fancy smancy new gym down in Buckhead. $250 a month, signed up December 6th. How many times have I been?
0: Please tell me it's 30 times 30, 90.
1: January, February, March. So I've paid $750, zero. You haven't gotten any? I haven't even gotten my ID card. Stop it. Nope. Nope. I mean, you can't, you, that is the thing, is that, and, and Prime Video, $5 a month. Disney, I got Disney Plus so I could watch Dancing with the Stars, $11 a month. And you're thinking, what's $11? Dear God, you probably spent $11 on your mascara. I spent $15 on my mascara. But this is the thing. You're using it every day. I'm using it every single day. And, and the uh, Disney Plus, the only thing I was watching was Dancing with the Stars, and it's not even on. Mm-hmm. have not been on since September. So that's why I just think to myself, it's crazy. This is this is that guy. This is that guy. $5 says he's going to terminate. Oh, Oh, no, they're keeping it. He's he hasn't said. Oh,
0: I was like, guys, I was like, you are getting a big moment. Yeah, um, you know, the other thing that I think about with like changing perception, and it's kind of going off of like what I was talking about last week, is that like, do you feel Maybe it's just kind of like what I've been feeling. Sometimes our perception is our reality that people are like afraid to change their minds. Yeah. You know, like I feel like people learn a bunch of new things, but they're so set in their ways that they just like never change it. Mm-hmm. Right. I see it a lot in the real estate industry, especially, you know, as things have evolved, as time has evolved, you know, our industry Especially a lot of the like you're great at evolving, but a lot of people who have been in the industry as long as you are set in their ways from there is the cutest real estate agent, and she's she's been around forever she's probably been in the business forty or fifty years um and and she has a lot of listings where in new York in New York okay. sorry in New York City and um And she mainly controls, like, Upper East Side co-ops, and and she's lovely. That's why, so this isn't, like, a diss to her. I actually really, like, doing business with her. And she's like, okay. She's like, if you want to, I'm going to leave a copy of the floor plan with my doorman. If you can come get it. I'm like, can't you send it to me? And she's like, well, don't you? She's like, this is easier for me. And she's like, and you're going to want to draw on it. And I'm like...
1: I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and she's she's probably got a copier in oh, her apartment. Oh, for sure. And S- thinks that she's
0: ahead of the time. Yeah. She's like, I don't even have to go into the office for this. Yeah. I'm like, honey, I was like, you don't have to leave your chair if you can just like email it to me. Um, you know, but I also think about much like bigger things of I don't know. I just feel like I I change my perception on the spot sometimes. There was an episode um that we did last in season two and it was when we were talking about the circling corner and uh I don't know if you remember but I was talking about how you only have if you're lucky one or two close friends right I
1: totally disagreed with that
0: I know and then and then as like the universe would have it our phone call uh our voicemail that episode was Steve Cohen and if you had asked me to list my three in that moment, Steve Cohen wouldn't have been in the three. But I know Steve Cohen's got my back all day, every day. You know what I mean? I know he's cheering for me. He's rooting me on and he loves me.
1: I mean, do you do you realize I could right now name five people that would be in your corner just off the top of my head? Totally. 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 So when you said that one to two, I was thinking that where in the world? I think it was Brene or Oprah. Yeah, no, it was.
0: It was a conversation between the two of them. What I think they were saying was that person that you could pull aside and and tell anything to, you know, whatever like that. And you're probably right. There are plenty of, but who would I feel comfortable? Like bearing my soul too. Like I, th- I, I think like- you
1: would feel comfortable bearing your soul to Tiffany, to Austin, to me, to Steve Cohen, to your mama. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's five off the top of my head. And you, and and th- and those five people, those five people would do whatever you needed at the drop of a hat. They would never they would. ask a question. They'd be your biggest cheerleader. They'd talk to you, and you'd feel comfortable talking to them because you know there's no judgment. And that's the thing is like it is 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 when you're developing that that corner of friends. And, and that is my deal. I have zero judgment, right. Whatever you tell me, I have zero judgment because I don't know the lens in which you are consuming it or seeing it. And so who who am I to judge? For you. Right. Because I, I, I I mean, for me to, to tell you, you know, how to run your business, for me to tell you who to date, for me to tell you how to be healthy, that, that's not my thing. And, you know, I, I learned something, I guess it was last year. I heard this lady say this. I never is. She was really struggling with her daughter, really, really struggling with her daughter. And she was the fixer like me solution oriented Mm -hmm. great real estate agent Mm -hmm. and you know this great real estate agents we're going to fix it all of course and she 19 years been trying to fix it and fix it and fix it and her daughter said to her she's telling her this horrible terrible problem and the mother immediately goes into fix it mode and she goes i'm not telling you because i want you to fix it i'm just telling you because i want you to listen I just want you to hear me. I just want to be able to tell somebody that I trust that won't judge me. I don't need you to fix it. And I think that that when you're building that circle, it's so critical to help people understand. Do you want me to fix it or do you want me to listen? Because the craziest place is in your own head, and if you can get those thoughts out, then your, your, your clarity is much clearer. And sometimes you just need to get it out and bounce it off somebody else to understand the reality.
0: Yeah. What
1: was my jingle again? I have no idea. <laughs>
0: and we just sang it last episode well shit you got it recorded I know but I'd have to pull it out that's okay hey Denver what you gonna do subscribe share rate review (laughs) let me give him a good one then okay what you gonna do subscribe (laughs) subscribe subscribe share rate review what we gonna do
1: subscribe share rate review like share rate rate Subscribe,
0: review, in whatever order you like apparently. (laughs)